0: Yeah. Oh. In real life, not game related.
1: Yeah. But oh. yeah. oh. Fang Sister is our third uh our are, are unicorn.
2: Yeah, uh, congrats. How long have you guys been married? Uh two hundred years?
0: Literally one week. We told oh, you we yeah, got yeah. married last, week, uh, oh,
3: oh. last
1: Was weekend week. Oh. weekend.
3: Previously last, last week. week before the wedding, the investigators prowled through the dollmaker's shop to discover the origins of the strange doll they received at the Resi and reveal the composition of the odd fluid it contained. In the basement, they discovered an icosahedron six feet tall surrounded by footprints. Rising up through the narrow tenement behind a secret bookshelf, they found a hidden passage up towards the attic. At Bishop's command, his shadow hounds sprang up the stairwell and dragged a withered old man onto the acolyte's waiting blade. At the last of his blood to drained from his wounds, he repeated a singular word: "Ash'toreth, Ash'toreth."
2: Kalima. And then he stabbed in the
1: heart. And sacrifices to a god.
3: Returning to the street. The party. Waded <laughs> through a sea of partiers. Even in these hopeless Berlin nights, the scenes of revelry have reached a new Bacchalarian peak. With the that spills out from the abandoned buildings or secret speakeasies into the street where Dr. Brightwood and the cult of starry wisdom are all too happy to welcome them into their family. One such maniac is none other than the Henry Chattenhoffman, whose participation in Astarte's ritual summoning has resulted in the loss of his wits and his departed wife. From the morgue, Alice, you feel unease as the knowledge of foul play in the death and demise of your bestie, Anita Barber.
2: Bestie is a strong word.
3: Someone put that needle into her neck as she died, and you brace yourself against the fog-churning wind that engulfs the city. (laughs) Hmm. As you're almost bowled over by strong gusts, you continue. And then a strange shimmer catches your eye.
2: I'll see what it is.
3: Trying to focus your gaze. I'm gonna- okay, you're on the right map, somehow.
2: What?
1: Where am I? What map?
3: Great map of the city of Berlin.
4: Oh yeah.
1: Oh, All right, I'm, I'm, I'm
3: here. You try and focus on it; that shimmering glitters away as soon as you try and squint. But there, in your periphery, it's there again, behind you. My God, you're surrounded.
2: What is this ghost fuckery?
3: It's wispy. Ah, fuck. Oh, fuck yeah! Give me a spot I, I... hit and check.
2: <laughs> I want to run.
3: You start running. Your pace quickens. You grease your pace from a jog to a full-out sprint as everywhere you look, you see the shimmering wisps closing in on your position.
1: I look for the fire in the
2: sky. <laughs> oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. oh shit. Like,
1: that's like the best a le- uh, hint we can give you.
3: Trying to turn right down an avenue of safety. You proceed down... Oh, for no. A smoke? This alley is a dead end, and as you turn around, you feel the wispy tendrils enter your body, your nostrils, your throat. Ah. Oh, hot. Hot. Your little pee hole, too.
2: It's called a urethra.
1: It's a pee hole.
2: It's a urethra. In
0: this case, I'm going to let him go with that pee hole. Pee hole sounds better to me than urethra. But I'd rather us
1: not say either one ever again.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Ever again, please.
1: Never? Ever?
3: Okay. Ever. Alice, I'm going to need as no, these not. tentacles drift into your body. A strength ah. roll as you try and tear free from its grasp.
2: I'm not very strong. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck.
3: Deeper, Is there you any way... I-
2: I- I- can I not call for help?
3: You try and shout, gasp, or even a breath, and all you feel is these wispy, tentacles. undulating tentacles dig deeper inside of your body. Cut, <laughs> cut, 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 cut. We
1: need. We, you're supposed to use the red tentacles, not the black ones. We're right. going to refilm the scene.
5: Are there right. any bats it's... nearby that might help her? Are there, As there you no street? Out loud,
0: everyone tightens their coats, looks down the alleyway, is like, ooh, like that, walks away.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it seems like the.
1: This <laughs> is just hentai porn. That's all. They're probably watching
2: in in awe. I hate this thing. But yeah, are there any street?
3: Give me a luck roll. Let's see.
2: Fucking hell, dog. Where's my luck? There it is.
1: Wow, you wow. did all right. <sighs>
3: Thank God. You didn't see it. It flickers on this street lamp just overhead. You weren't sure if it was there, and it's cutting out electricity, happens to flick on. And as you look up, it reveals a towering fog spawn glittering iridescently in the night of the radiant glow from the street lamp. It shrinks away, trying to recoil from the sunlight that threatens to banish it back into its own dimension. And as you look <coughs> around, you see, from the reflection of the streetlight, ten, twenty. No. There's too many to count. The fog fogspawn are reeking, ravaging through the city, towering over each house, going from building to building. You hear wails rend up from the night as parents scream out their frustration and their terror as their children suffocate in front of them.
2: I'm getting into the street lamp.
3: Chivalry,
0: to uh, Doctor Bishop. <laughs> to the That's Bishop it. and Doctor Bright uh, back in the uh, back in the uh, uh, I guess cultist nest. Just in the midst. We're not, of this, we're just not... horrifying orgy. Just, oh just right.
2: What?
1: Oh man, you missed it. That's why I said go to the to the smoke in the sky. Something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Alex
0: looks up and he's like, ooh, I feel like a thousand children screamed out of the night and were silenced all at once. <laughs> and then he gets pulled straight back down into the bosom of the horse.
1: Yep. Uh, I'm so proud. He, he's, like, growing up perfectly fine. He's becoming the perfect cultist I have always dreamed of. Where the bishop, like, gets a hanky, like, wipe his eye with a tear of joy looking at, uh, at, the, uh, at the prophet.
0: The so problem. at this point, Milk's out in the street and she's getting tentacled. Are we anywhere near? No,
1: nope. all no, we're yeah. we're at we're at <laughs> <All> the. <right. laughs> aren't we at the place with the? All right. Well, good luck. Will.
0: You know,
2: I didn't know any better. I'd say, well, he's trying to kill me.
0: God, well, if he was trying to fill. kill you, would have killed you. That's what you get for not being here
1: yesterday.
2: Yeah. What <laughs>
1: we had so much fun.
2: I wanted to be there. I really did, but I was driving, and I can't really. Oh,
4: no, that's fair. So... All right.
3: We're always well, going gonna to no, no, <laughs> prefer you get home safe and sound. Please do not play and drive at the same time. Take care of the driving first. And with that, oh, no,
2: I was driving out to like the middle of nowhere so I could ponder my thoughts and deal with my seasonal depression appropriately, oh,
3: which really? was
2: dead ass drunk and camping out.
3: Lovely. Nice. Now handle it. You do you. That sounds healthy. And with that, as Alice cowers <laughs> Wait, in the did street she lap, kill anybody? feverishly turning know. her hand crank flashlight, we're going to cut over back over to the cult house.
1: Not the cold house, we're at the oh yeah, we're at that guy yeah, Oh yeah, he just, is a cold.
0: We're like drinking water now. It's it's no,
1: way uh, you're right, right. We got the guy's had up. The, the my dog's in his shadow. He's collapsed, I shot at the car that's always been stalking
0: us. Doctor Bright is standing there, Brightwood is standing there, he's got a uh, cognac in his hand, he looks towards the camera, he says Being a cultist is fun. Having sex with lots of women and then potentially murdering them is fun. But always remember to take care of yourself. Drink water. Drink water, Hydrate, break, guys. All right, don't push yourself. You got all the time in the world. Yes, Dr.
4: Was, Brightwood?
1: I, 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 yes, I'll, I, I'll be right I, back there. The show. the yes. The uh Yes. Yes,
4: sir.
1: And I... I whistle, Quietly. and then she just... Of uh, course, sir, no worries. And she, you hear a muffle... Hah! And then nothing. And then we turn back. Uh, the more you know, logo shows up. by
3: horse, What and are you I'm... doing as your as the rest of the cult of story wisdom revels in their depravities?
1: Um,
5: well, as I, as I recall, I was hiding by the side, having a, a bit of a PTSD experience.
1: Oh wait, you were no? Aren't we at the the guy's house with the the? The video like he wants to make his own I
5: thought we were, thought we were still in this at
1: the edge of like the crazy orgy thing. Oh, are we? I don't know. JGM, you need to like tell us where are we?
3: You're back at the cult of Story Wisdom's home base, having dragged a few of the crazy cult orgy victims back home with ya into the fold. And oh, the guys... last day didn't count
1: then.
3: And as you guys relax. Horse, do you look out into the fog and hearing this, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, see a figure crouching in one of the sole rays of light coming down from the street lamps, and then the fog obscures your vision again? And it reminds you of something. This fog, it's all too familiar. This reminds you of the front when you were huddled can't... in a trench, the gas hey. wafting.
5: Hey guys. There are these horrible fog monsters which you probably have never encountered that try and put their tentacles into your body and do all sorts of horrible things to you. Oh,
1: hey, it's those guys! Look at them. They're doing great.
5: I, I believe that down there, one of our friends is—is oh, is, well, my friend anyway.
1: Stay it's, in the light. They don't touch people in the lights.
5: Well, we might need to go help them. Would you guys uh, mind like going uh, down? Uh, with I, me do, I do. I do not want to oh, go near those do things.
1: I'm down. Let's do. Oh, fine, you. fine, fine. This as you guys
3: move out of the deliciously warm and quite inviting warm bosoms of the cultists you head out into the street and horse. you're immediately transported back in time you're back at the front back in 1917 the bombardment the booming smashing of the artillery landing all around you gas wafting at the pace of a walking man like silent death creeping inexorably forward across no man's land towards your position of the trench. You look to your right. Young faces look back at you, terrified, as a whisper, gas, 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 passes forth through the line, the swirling white clouds. Your senses suddenly. You're back, and it feels so real, the rumbling of the earth beneath your feet as the water sprinkler passes of the mortillery rounds Back and forth, thundering back, stealing its daily toll from your comrades. You press yourself low into the earth and feel it vibrating, the echoes emanating through your body. Gas masks on. It passes through the line. Gas, gas is coming. And you reach back into your satchel and start securing the gas mask on your face. You steal a glance over the top and see it skulking towards your position so slow anyone could keep ahead of it just a gentle walk as the clouds of death without barricades inexorably forward towards your position The bombardment right. suddenly intensifies as if triggered by your snatched glimpse into no man's land as hell rains down on your position vibrating you down to the bone as showers of dirt rain down upon your position. The exclusion I child, the illusions illuminate the clouds. White casting flashing silhouettes of men charging through the mists from no man's land towards your forward positions of the half-blinded company. Like wraiths you momentarily mistake them for Germans bursts. From rifles crack out the trench gurgling around you, tearing at their throats. Some fall on your comrades, ripping the masks from their faces while others faces drink deeply from the gas, throwing themselves into the gas, trying to kill themselves. A young man, no more than fourteen, staggers back from his assailant as his mask is ripped off of his face. More shadows flee the line of trenches. From the- towards the rear, when your eyes meet the youth, bloody spittle frame two red bulging eyes that plea for your help. The poor soul gasps for minutes before the convulses take him. And then suddenly, you're following your friends out into the streets of Berlin.
0: You're in that horst, looking a little rough.
1: I slapped him once.
2: Can I leave the light yet? No, you're dead.
1: Oh, oh shit! Uh,
0: she's all right.
2: I your
4: like
1: t- death.
2: In the event of my death, horst, I dub you the godparent of my little scrappy son that I picked up off the street.
1: Wait, isn't he dead?
2: No.
3: Tim is He's fine. Sure? And at this point, you all reconvene, flashlights arcing out into Alice's position. You have been able to smash your flashlight into working order, Alice, and as you arc it around, you see that these fog spawn are still surrounding your position, but you're able, with your companions, to push them back into the night ever so slightly.
1: Where's run it? towards the light! Oh,
3: I mean, fuck this. slowly jog towards the light. Don't run,
5: because...
1: When, no, run, cause she's in the path of the light.
5: Oh, all right, yeah, she should run. This
1: Mick, what the fuck
0: is this nonsense?
1: Hey, sir, sir, here's this, and they give him a bit of uh, cocaine. Right. This should help you feel better.
2: I would like to get into.
3: You're in the light. You're safe, and you're with your companions once again.
1: All right, we're going back inside. I don't Night- know too. And I, I pulled the guy that we had Tied up last game because I'm not l- Letting him go And this time why me? think
3: Who guy? What guy?
1: Exactly we're taking uh, The wife with uh, the wife his husband With us
3: I'm not sure who you're talking about
1: Dude you oh, can't just Take the whole game from us come on we I got it like, all right
3: yeah, Go ahead and jog my memory I'm not sure who you're talking about
2: Oh, fuck it, man. Lookie? You... Mm-hmm? Where is my son?
3: <sighs> well, on that note, you see a care package waiting for you. The rest of the investigators brought it inside, <coughs> but it does seem to be addressed to you. And a little
1: bloody. It looks, smells like a thumb.
2: Oh, shit.
3: It is a little bloody.
2: But I'm put it up be
3: There is a note on the paper parcel covered in hearts and kisses. The message reads as follows as you open it up. To the most lovely and caring person in Berlin, please accept the most choice cuts of blueberry bear we butchered this spring. The missus misses you terribly. Please come by for a uh, a visit and dinner soon. Love, Tim. And you unwrap the meaty package, and you see these deep purples of backstraps and filet mignons and dandies. Ice cold. My purple?
1: You mean there's blood still in it?
3: No, no, this flesh itself is purple, and you've heard rumors that sometimes when <coughs> bu- when black, when bears gorge themselves on blueberries and blackberries, it'll actually turn their flesh, their meat itself, purple. And it'll, as you turn it in the light, it glitters like something from Toriko. It is wonderfully marbled.
1: Wonderful. He
2: loves you. Yeah, it's good to know he's doing well for himself. I'm going to put the box off somewhere. Maybe make that for dinner tonight. Don't know. And prepare a letter to be sent off to Timothy's
4: if
1: you're going to use the fridge, use the fridge that's with a black um, X on it. That's the fridge for eating. The other one is uh, stuff.
2: I don't even want to know what you're talking about. I I will go use the fridge. That, that's bad.
3: Understood. And what is the note that you're sending to old Timothy say?
2: Uh, i ask him if he's eating well, if he's doing all right. right um, I'm he should contact me more often. If he can do it. And that I do get some more. I, I haven't seen him in so long. I just want to see that he's growing well. And inside. I hope he's made new friends and that he's not out in the street like he used to be. And I do hope he's keeping up
3: Understood. And putting the note in the nice fancy envelope of the Cult of the Starry Wisdom, you send it on its way. One of the cult members, one of the ladies in her fine French outfits comes up. I'll take that for you, ma- uh, ma'am. And she heads on outside and delivers your note personally.
1: Oh Make him join a part of the guild. Make him no. join the guild.
2: If you do anything.
1: Guys. I would do anything. Kidding. No, I'm joking. I just like messing with you. That's all.
2: I will gut you.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you would.
3: Got you like a fish. Absolutely. Suddenly...
2: Go I
1: got it's it, I got it, I, I got it, I got it, sir. Just calm down. And enjoy this, uh, shrimp cocktail. And I uh, pick up the phone.
2: You too
3: A familiar woman's voice is on the other line.
1: Hey, hot stuff, what's up? Who what are you wearing right now?
3: The goddess of the moon is alive and well in Berlin.
1: No, she's not. She's dead.
3: That's all she says before a click. Lion oh. is dead.
1: Well, I, does anybody know a goddess of the moon? And I think I know this chick's... Do I Kenneth roll perception to know who this is?
2: It'd probably be history.
3: You're familiar. This is a, not the first phone call, Mysterious. Telephone voice that you've heard from this lady dropping hints—it is the same one that you've heard before.
1: Um. Well, we might as well go see the the person who summoned this how This is a goddess. Uh let's go check out the husband. Where uh, is the husband right now? You While
2: turn they're around. Doing that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, um, where did they find Anita's body?
3: Anita's body was discovered inside her hotel room. Abandoned by her husband, Henry, she was found probably a day or two later by the hotel staff.
2: Alright, so have they cleaned that room already, or would I know?
3: You, while it was not published in the papers, it has probably already been cleaned as she was a unappreciated guest at the hotel she was staying at.
2: I'll go search for her husband.
3: You turn around, he's right there behind you. Oh, yeah. shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's tied up. Wait, is he not tied up? He better you, be tied up.
3: You tied him Where up? Where did
1: he come from? I did tie him up. He's, he should be tied up and crying. good I'm sorry for killing my <laughs> wife.
3: The investigators, Wait, he killed his wife? No, he did not. Yes, uh, he did. But the investigators went in to pay the house visit, and he did confess to... Being there as she died, facilitating her habits on the way to her death and helping her along a bit.
2: Wait I'm sorry But that doesn't that doesn't make sense.
1: What do you mean? We we seem <coughs> to see him and he can I go gone and,
2: Yeah, can I go and interrogate him myself?
1: Yeah you can interrogate, you just can't let him free, because there's a ghost dog in his shadows. Not ghost, shadow dog, really.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna drag him off to a room by myself. Oh,
3: oh, oh, oh no. I'm not looking forward to this. What, what do you want? Please leave me alone. I'm gonna when,
1: listen at uh, the door.
2: When I'm alone with him, I'm gonna uncut his uh things and be like, alright. So, did you or did you not have anything to do with the death of Anita Bourbon?
3: Well, oh, thank you for untying me. Uh, my hands and feet are getting so tingly they had to be tied up and in- doing unspeakably sexual pl- things to me. Oh, I'm sorry. I do get a point. I was participating in the ritual summoning of Astarte, but I was told that Anita would pull through, and that she'd even become a goddess. She'd be better, more powerful than she ever was as a human, but I didn't know that. I didn't understand what we'd done.
2: Is he telling the truth? Can I like... St- Hey! No, I, I
1: didn't. knock on the door. said, "Yes, he's telling the truth."
2: I wasn't talking to you. Just stay out there and mind your own.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Is that an insight? Is there an insight in this? In psychoanalyze, uh, give me a psychoanalysis roll, please. Yeah. Wow, well rolled? You got him. At this point, you can tell he is shaky, pale, and there are red ligature marks around his wrists, but he is telling the truth. You got some right answers out of him, and he is quite ashamed. He has actually been driven to the point of amnesia, where he's tried to forget many of these details, but now that you press him, they all flood back and you can see the twists on his countenance as shame, terrible, mind shattering guilt overtakes him. I, I, I apologize. I didn't know what we were doing. I just thought we were going to gather. Can I the... sl- you slap him?
2: Actually, uh, he needs a. Oh, that's not going to work. That might come out as a slap, but I'd, I'd like to slap him
3: sure you, you try and slap them but then your brass knuckles just happen to slip onto your fingers and you give them a real <laughs> good punch in the face
2: that's
3: ah. well you uh, good enough that's oh, a disorder i'm sorry the the mannequins I, after being given life i thought we were just gonna use them and send them across the city to gather the the gesto hail their blitz this is no Lightning. i didn't realize that this was just gonna be a battery using my own wife's flesh to create All the right, goddess right. i'm sorry Wait,
2: you're yapping for like two seconds sir i i i gotta i, I gotta process some of this um, who who was it that you know prompted you to use your wife in some unknown ritual without you questioning anything who are they where are they where did you find them what did they tell you
3: was the Baron. Baron Grinnell. He said that my wife would become even more popular, even more powerful and famous. If I did what he said, I didn't realize that he was simply using her flesh as a lattice to build his goddess upon. Where is he? He's probably at his Baron's estate. Huh? Sure, I could, I could lead you to him. Please just don't punch me again in the face.
2: I punched you for your own good.
3: I deserved it, you're right.
2: No, it's because you were yapping.
3: Oh, shut yeah. up, then. Uh, but you're asking me questions. I don't know when to. No, speaker... no, no,
2: no, no. It's not because of the questions that you answered. It's because you, you, you started, you know, trailing off a bit. And it wasn't so much about the question. You started kind of getting all weepy and shit. And I'm, I'm not really into that.
3: This is Belshazzar's, the dollmaker's fault. He persuaded me to use my wife and- lead her down her addictions and make her weak and then once she was on the edge of death we'd take her own flesh and use it as a part of the rituals the use of the Akasahedron as a symbol that we were able to summon Abizu into our own dimension and now she's here wreaking havoc on the city
2: alright take me to the bank but not through the door we have to go out the window
3: he stands up and then immediately falls the back down. The moment he tries
1: to leave the window, he goes out the window, the dog's gonna bite his neck and may- let him die.
2: God fucking damn it.
3: <laughs> As he, like, gets up, falls back down because his feet are still asleep, he spins on the floor and then holds up and saying, Please don't hit me again. I'm sorry. I was the one. I was one of the ones who worked for the past two years on collecting the Gesto Haber Blitz. I'm the telephone girl. I worked with Baron Grenal, leader of the Barbarite cult. And now that I know what my work has wrought, I turn to you outsiders to help set it right.
2: Alright, I'm gonna need all the He should be dying.
1: He should be dying. What's (sighs)
2: happening? As he's dying, can I have him write down the contact information and addresses of any of the people that he worked with and had accomplices with?
3: Absolutely, and before the shadow dog comes in and rips out his throat.
1: Oh, he was in the shadows. He's in. He's in his shadow.
2: Is there nothing right. like, hey, your dog. Let me get my shit together.
1: All right, hurry up.
3: Gonna get a few more pieces of information before he gets torn to pieces.
1: All right. Oh, don't remember, forget, his his soul gets taken to my god and not the god that he summoned.
2: Anyway, once I got my information, I'm hopping out the window with my flashlight.
3: my well, armed with the flashlight, I want to make sure that you're safe.
2: Fuck those you wispies.
3: <laughs> Motherfucking wispies motherfuckers. You learn...
2: I you take wispies.
3: That a Bezos, Not a bizos, a bizu possesses otherworldly charms, and those who are apt to fall in love with beautiful women will almost certainly come under her spell. She brings a great pestilence that causes sickness and death. It begins by afflicting the youngest and most vulnerable members of the community, but eventually lays waste to all. The longer she's in one place, the deadlier the epidemic will become. She was summoned from another dimension, a dark reflection of our own world, and ultimately wishes to make our world like hers. The best chances for ridding the world of her curse is to travel to her home dimension and once there, find a way to draw her back. There is no banishing rituals here on earth that are powerful enough to send her back. Oh well, isn't it inconvenient? Rather inconvenient, yep.
1: I'm not going to a shallow realm. My only realm I go to is my my god's realm, okay?
3: And as you get one leg out the window and look back, he calls to you as the towering red dog's eyes loom in the shadows behind him. You must drink of her sacred milk that is in her chalice, then pass through the seven gates of heaven. Though what those gates may be is unknown to me. And then the dog pounces from the shadows blah, 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 And rips him into bloody ribbons
2: As the dog's doing that Like I said I'm I'm, I'm out uh, Gotta find out a way to deal with Oh shit Timothy's young and uh, defenseless Shit
3: nah, he's, he's a big strong man He's been eating good cuts of meat now He's fine
2: I sure do hope Timothy can hold his own Against the wispy niggas Oh what? god
3: Mm-hmm. Jumping down onto the street, you just miss a gout of blood that would have made the Evil Dead proud. Sam Raimi's like, "God damn, that's a good blood spurt right there." That just juts out of the window like a fire hydrant.
1: Oh man, cinematic beauty.
2: Right. Oh, God. Yeah. Can I go to the barons?
3: And as you All turn wait, is to go, are
2: there of the maid ladies around?
3: One of the what ladies?
2: French maid ladies from the cult.
3: Absolutely. Turn it back on your heels, you go right up to the door, and there are two French maid ladies flanking the door. You go up to one of them?
2: Actually, no, I don't trust them. I, I'll find Horace directly and tell him to get, have an axe to come with me.
1: Uh, he's in the house with us.
2: Yep. That's why I said I'm going to him directly.
1: I no, you know, she's in the restroom a long time.
0: <sighs> Women, am I right?
1: Right. Action. What? Horace, you should go talk to your friend. See, she's okay in the. Yep. Laboratory. I'm gonna
5: meander over and you know, casually say, you know, how are things
3: going? How are you are feeling? You? Then coming I in from know, the I other door. <laughs>
2: Horse, you have to come with me. I, I I have new information. Stuff's happening. There's there's God doing doing weird stuff. We we, we gotta go now, horse.
5: Um, should we tell the other two? No, or no,
2: no, no. We... I feel like they had something to do with this. We can we can't trust them. They're part of a cult, horse.
5: I I'm with you. Okay, I'm not telling them anything. You know what? I I've dealt with this. As you know, we've dealt with this stuff before. Do you think they're demons possessed? Maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but horse, horse. I saw that. I saw that guy. Sacrifice some of the cult followers and and do some weird ritual stuff. I we we can't trust them, horse. We we got it. We got to get out of here.
5: Okay, well let's go. Uh, should we go out the window?
2: Uh yes, window's the best option always.
5: Wait 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 wait. I got a fog concern. Is there fog outside still?
2: Don't worry, we have flashlights, horse. The the, the, the fog is gonna hurt us. We we have the, the light.
1: Uh, well while they're talking, two maids are gonna go up to him with more flashlights and extra batteries. Like, and the door is open right over there, sir.
3: Here you go, Masters. Extra flashlights and batteries as instructed.
2: I don't trust those harlots.
3: Snatching their flashlights and the batteries. They seem to be a good working order. You guys make your exit out of the Cult of Starry Wisdom's abode onto the street towards Baron Grinnell's house. And as you all watch their exit, you see a familiar black sedan.
2: we have sedans in this time.
3: It's a Ford Model T, but yeah, I think they call them sedans. Anyway, it pulls up and stops right in front of your abode. As you look inside the glass, you see, like in X-Files, a singular glowing red cherry. I'm sorry, a glowing what? Someone's smoking a cigarette it's in a there. Oh. <laughs> it's
0: a fucking smoking man. It's a smoking man episode, everyone. <laughs> Suck it up. Sorry, no fun
2: monster. Who's seeing this? Us or the other two?
3: The remaining members of the cult of started wisdom inside the house. This would be Doctor Bishop and, or excuse me, Bishop and Doctor Alexander. Cool. Dr. Alexander Bratwood, Ham Bishop, what are you guys doing as your friends retreat into the foggy night of Berlin? Uh, Seems like you're being monitored. Yeah, you watch them leave, and then as they leave, you notice this black sedan pull up outside.
1: Uh, I, uh, to follow uh, the way of the, uh, the past went, I lock, uh, lock and load my gun, open a door, and fire at the vehicle.
0: All right.
1: Yes. Good Bishop. Let's follow them. Oh wait, wait, wait! Is this our car? Or is that this a random, like, mysterious car? We're taking our car. We're not going with them. Bishop, uh, let's, bring all the right. Car
4: around. Oh, and I, what,
1: I, I, I call for the maids. Tell them to call for the the head woman that we hired. Tell them to meet us with the dancer that knows how to dance. Like, is a master level dancer uh, at the at the ramen viewpoint. Okay
3: understood she nods at your instructions and as you peel out towards your waiting vehicle that's brought around by another set of maids you fire a blast at the sedan the mysterious occupants and it hums off into the night
1: hey bastard I don't know who you are but you get did you just shoot at that car yes sir calm down bishop
0: we're following
1: no. our friends. They're in that car. What the yes. hell are you doing?
3: Oh, they were in that car? I think no, so. No, no, they no, left no,
0: with a flashlight.
3: Your friends? How many are, cars are here.
0: Point? Oh, I'm so confused. That's fine. Sir, sir, All right. sir. No, that's no, fine. Keep shooting at cars. It's fine. I,
1: sorry, just... <laughs> it's, sir, it's okay. I, I asked for a watermelon, like two pieces of watermelon. They hand him one. Like, let's yes. go.
0: What? Your old piece is bigger than mine,
1: Bishop. <laughs> okay. Here you
0: go, sir. You got two both Good. Of them.
1: What I'm owed. Now onward. Onward. Right.
3: Piling into the car, you guys make your way in pursuit of your friends. And it doesn't take you long to arrive at Baron Grunau's place. And due to the time difference of you guys leaving at separate times, you arrive at the exact same moment as Horst and Alice. And each of you... My God, they're here.
0: Bishop, Ooh. By God, they're here.
2: They're sus. How did they know we were coming? No, you're sus. No, you uh, know that we were coming here?
1: here.
0: Alice,
2: Alice the ones. Alice, the
1: I Alice. Got, I clear my throat. <coughs> we
2: have
1: it's time business. to come clean, Alice. Don't How you, you know,
2: me. Now, You're the sus ones here, sacrificing your followers.
1: Well, there's a few of them.
2: That's Wait. nonsense, slander. Blenders based on lies. This yes. is really fact.
0: Alice, do you want some watermelon? I saved a piece for you.
2: <sighs> she then smacks the watermelon out of his hand.
0: Uh, you are the monster. <laughs> see, a single tear <laughs> escapes from Dr. Brightwood's
1: eye. I go to horse and see? She's possessed by a demon. Only a demon would throw a watermelon, a perfectly good, juicy, delicious watermelon onto the ground.
2: Watermelon for people who like crunchy sugar water.
3: As well, you guys' uh,
1: experience? Demons don't care about watermelon; they
5: care about dead children. Yep.
1: Yeah.
5: Wow. I don't. Wait, we've never
0: killed a child, have we, Bishop? No, not yet, sir. Good, 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 good.
3: This uh, most of has... that
0: sentence was good. Most of that sentence was good. Most of that sentence I enjoyed. There Me were a too. few words there that I found less good.
3: This argument Either has. I has aroused the occupants from inside this well-appointed mansion. That huge door made of oak swings open and a stuffy old butler regards you all. Oh oh dear, I'll clean that up in a moment. Please, this way, the Baron has been expecting you. At this point you all are led into a well-appointed waiting room. A roaring fire in the corner cracks. Each of you on soft footfalls over a luscious carpet stand waiting and after a moment a tall rotund gentleman walks in this is the same gentleman that you saw earlier at the bookshop in Nerva who gave his speech this is Baron Grunau
2: the entire time you're we waiting i'm just like staring daggers at those two
1: uh, we didn't even do anything to you might. No, we wouldn't. Man, other people, you, but you
2: know.
3: I am. <laughs> what brings you into my abode, It's uh, Lovely to see you. I've been expecting you. I'm
2: gonna walk up to him, grab him by the collar. She's like, I
3: know Unhand <laughs> <laughs> Uh all right let's
1: go inside everybody horse you first since is your friend and she's manhandling people
2: he deserves yeah, a- i
5: i'm actually okay going in i'll go in first
2: ignore that intelligence i i i
3: misquipped. no problem you guys enter the abode and the warmth of the building is uh, quite in contrast oh, nice. with the foggy windy night and as the door closes the Baron regards you all, and then all of a sudden Alice has him by the cuffs. Like,
2: I want to shake him up a bit.
1: I could use a drink. Here you go, sir. And I hand, uh, uh, horse a, uh, whiskey with a bit of, uh, what, what was that? That, uh, that, that that drug that makes you wake you up?
2: Alice smacks whiskey out of
5: Pockets full of that shit. No, actually a little bit of uh, opium in the drink might be kind of nice.
1: Okay, then I'll add a little bit of opium. And here, here you go, sir.
5: Takes the edge off.
1: Excellent. And I walk back to uh, to uh, uh, Dr. Alexander, the, the prophet, and I just watch her manhandling the rich guy.
3: Yep, and as they also shakes this guy and roughs him up like a martini, shaking nuts, dirt. You oh, yeah, I want to
2: like, shake him so much you can see the rolls of fat undulate throughout his body.
3: <laughs> yep, and he is getting quite undulating and making your way back from the wet bar, handing Horace his drink. A little bit of speedball in there. You guys continue his interrogation. What is please? I'll tell you what it's He's gonna like yell at say he's like, what did you do to Anita? I didn't do really anything. All I asked was Our that- husband, everything. Well, I did ask her husband to take her flesh from her body as she died, so we might use her as... Uh... We just needed her flesh- we just needed a little piece of her body as... And scaffolding in a ritual of somebody. Does that so evil? <laughs> no. He's Wait, is try- that evil actually I actually don't know
2: anymore. He's gonna try to punch him. I guess like just start pulling him into the ground, like after straddling him or whatever.
3: Oh, oh yep. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna hurt him real bad. You squarely punch him in the nose, breaking it as blood drips down his face. He's gonna fall to his knees. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize uh, you were such uh, good uh, friends.
4: Yeah, as he's on the ground,
3: I'm gonna
2: punch
3: him again. Oh, please stop punching me. I need a
2: critical with Max. Yeah. yeah.
3: Extreme wow. damage. Okay, now now you have probably fractured his skull. He falls to the ground. He's only got a few health points left. Let me check I'm exactly a- how many. <laughs> Baron grnow Baron grnow Doesn't look like they actually gave him a stat block in the back. So I'll say he has similar HP to uh, Albin Grau.
2: Right, for eight, nine, ten, um, seven Total oh, damage.
3: Oh, oh, okay. So you're gonna you're gonna kill him. So as you reach back, oh, preparing to deliver the final blow. before she
1: kills him. Before he kills him. No. Oh, fine. Okay. I'm gonna call my mate. Like call uh, call my people. Tell them to rush here right away. We're gonna need them to clean up a mess and then to take take all the the workers and people that work in this house. Take them back to the to the temple, and yes, and then uh, uh, confiscate all property, uh, all his property.
2: Um, once he's dead, can I keep punching him a couple times just to vent?
3: Straddling uh, his torso, you pin his body down onto the grounds. Is death row suppressed as you continue to smash his face so into a bloody pile, back and forth? And as you are, Doctor con- Brightwood
0: at this point is standing next to uh, Horst. Uh, with a drink in his hand as well. And he looks at Horace and he's like, uh, I wasn't convinced with the watermelon thing, but now I, I'm starting to convince myself here.
2: Like, a- Alice is just going to start... I think start she crying. might be
0: losing it, just a little.
2: Yeah, as she's punching Hers him... She just kind back, of stares. Getting blood and viscera and brain matter on her fists and brass knuckles, she's going to start... Brightwood pulls out another piece of watermelon out and offers it to Horace silently. <laughs> <laughs> Like blood just all over, her person, all over her face. It's caking up her makeup. She's just got like streaks and stuff on her eyes. Her hair's all wild and everything. It just—it's it, a mess. It's—it's it's terrible.
3: And as you I... puddle fine, you completely liquefy this barren skull. Yeah, At this gonna point,
2: down is just start crying into his like mangled body.
1: All right, That's I'm going to grab a, hang, a, a, a towel and hand it to, to her and then And as you hand off the, the, bus- the
3: towel, two of the French maids from the car that was driven come up and start taking over cleaning duties. They begin to do an impromptu makeover, cleaning all the blood off of Alice.
1: Oh wait, wait, wait before we do that, I'm going have everybody, we're going to take a picture of what she did to remember this moment for, for, for all time.
3: A third French maid comes out with a photograph and you all pose. And at this point, the butler comes out looking around the bed. Oh, my. What's (laughs) happened here? And And a fourth French maid comes over and with a pocketbook starts writing down different figures and numbers, hands him a note. His eyes go wide. Oh, I see. Well, I actually didn't see a thing takes the note and retreats back into the mansion as six, seven, eight other French maids start arriving on the scene. All the valuables are carted away, loaded into different vehicles. It's a suddenly a flurry of activity as the Baron's liquefied corpse is rolled into a carpet and secured in the back of one of these trucks. You all are surrounded by this activity. A hustle and bustle of French maids around you.
2: I'd like to get up compose myself, and kind of walk off to where an office or study would be.
3: You find one? What are you looking for?
2: Uh, anything that, like, ties or tells me more about the ritual that he did with Anita, any of the other people who would have been present, or just what the old time goal was, whether or not if it only, other people. If only we'd I, asked
1: him any of these questions.
2: <laughs> I, I I wasn't going to listen to another word he said because he was grimy and evil and I didn't like him.
1: Uh, no, he wasn't evil, but it's fine. Um, sir! And I like, I would, but no worry, I got the memory. You're always going to get to remember this. We're going to keep copies and copies and copies for you.
3: Of course. Of course. And at this point he has already got his suitcase packed his trench coat on and his hat is going on his person and he is taking a very long vacation out of town. Oh, Returning back uh... to you Alice you are in the study and you find a vast collection of occult books laid out on the table the most relevant information about Obizu's empire is all clear as day you see that her shadow realm it's like a mirror world it's a reflection And traveling between here and there, the ancient barbarite cults, you would have to go through the seven gates of heaven. And with a flash of insight, you realize that there is a new exhibit at the Pergamon Museum of this ancient Greek culture being recreated by none other than...
2: The guy.
3: His name is... The archaeologist that brought back these relics from ancient Babylon was named Robert Caldway. However, upon its return, these artifacts are being reconstructed painstakingly by the director. If you'd like to look up more information on Abizu before charging into her lair, Walter Andre might be worth paying a visit.
1: Hey, we're going to how? I didn't agree to this.
2: I'd, I'd like to take the um, books in the study. Um, if he has any checks or anything, I'd like to take those.
3: Yeah, you get a fat uh, you get a fat checkbook. It looks like there's a bunch of blank, already signed paychecks there. Wait, paycheck? Yeah, uh, checks.
2: A little something for my troubles.
3: Naturally. Wait.
0: Bishop, there's someone horning in on our territory. Can't I know,
1: on it's, uh, that's why I'm confused here. We can't I have one on the
0: Colton territory. That's fine. Oh, oh, yeah, we oh, have to go. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's unacceptable. Five, yeah, yeah. five, but let me get. Let me ask like, the head did the headmate get the dancer like I requested?
3: She did? Uh, what are you trying to do with your dancer there?
1: I'm gonna bring her along on our journey. Uh... We're gonna keep her, just in case something happens. And we need a dancer.
2: Alright, uh, Wookie? We'll
1: keep... mm, go ahead.
2: First I'd like to find out how much sanity I lost from beating somebody to death.
3: Well, this Wait, is this a isn't wealth... your first time. No, this it's is a... This is a wealthy person, so you actually gain sanity because you're doing <laughs> society better.
0: Cool. Wait, what? Knowing
3: <laughs> deep down that you've made the world a better place by removing a parasite from Berlin. Indeed. Go ahead and roll the D two. I just
0: rewatched. What? While you're while you're rolling the D two, I just rewatched the Kingsman, and I don't oh, know if yeah. you've seen the first one. It's fun, but like before, it's over. They blow up the head of literally every world leader, every, all of the 1%. Anyone with money and influence is murdered. Every world leader, Obama, the president of the United States. (laughs) I don't remember the second one, but like, I can't possibly imagine the second one deals with the actual socioeconomic situation that was created by the first one. Because holy fucking shit. Everyone with any amount of money dies at the end of the first one.
3: As dedicated Marxists, we all know that society and economies run perfectly without blood parasite landlords. Right? You'd think, like, does the second one at
0: some point address the fact that there's nothing left of these people? No. I can't imagine it does. It doesn't. I watched it the other
5: day, actually. It has nothing to do with
0: it. <laughs> right. Yet it's, it directly picks up afterward, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. There's some uh, lo- some loose ends they uh, they didn't really tie off. Mao diversion.
3: taught us what there's no downsides. <laughs> yes.
5: It's not, not even fun. worth mentioning.
3: From history, we all learned and Mao taught us that there's no downsides at all. That's fair. Can't argue with that.
2: <laughs> but yeah. Uh, uh, what, what am I rolling?
3: A D2, please. And that'll add to your sanity.
1: Wait, well, I actually she gained sanity. Oh, okay.
2: I have a d2 so i'll just take one
3: go ahead and add one to your sanity knowing that you removed one of the most foul beans who had a hand in the demise of anita berber you've avenged her to some degree
2: Wait. can i our sanity if i kill more rich people
1: that's what i'm thinking here we we can all get our
0: sanity back yeah we're farming for sanity for the rest <laughs> of the session
2: oh yeah new sanity glitch
0: hell yeah man <laughs> new infinite sanity glitch
3: depends uh, if it's a union leader they're they're going to be a little corrupt because they're stealing dues and they're rich but you you can't just go around killing the heads of the union that that uh, that'll cost us
1: no you said you said if we help the world to make a better place that we get sanity you can't
3: no no solidarity (laughs) forever no killing the heads of the union
2: okay Uh, so, um I'm going to get get my shit together. Take my sanity. Um uh, maybe go get a drink somewhere. Uh,
1: well, you don't trust my drinks and so never mind.
2: I don't I don't know what the hell is in there.
1: Yeah. Oh, usually um uh, Hart had uh opiates, my uh, uh uh Dr. Alexander the prophet had of uh, cocaine. Whatever you really want, honestly. I don't do drugs. Dan, it would just be liquor.
2: Uh, no, I-I still- yeah.
3: And as you cool your nerves, the rest of the play activity, as the remainder of the valuables are carted away by the French maids, the vehicles disappear back into the fog. You must decide where to next. Do you uh, head over to um, the Pergamon Museum for more information on Abizu's empire? And as you ponder these thoughts, the ice clinking in the glass, of your non alcoholic beverage, you see that black sedan once again. The Look, there, there is a bullet hole in it coming out cool, of the
1: one. <laughs> it's
3: a little bit of smoke and the familiar <laughs> red glow of a cherry of a cigarette.
1: I'm firing at the cigarette this time because he just showed me where he was at.
2: I mean, I was gonna go towards the car, but it seems it's getting shot up at the moment.
1: Uh, and give me a second, let me roll
3: as you fire towards the vehicle uh, as you walk towards the vehicle ping, shot whizzes over your head as the window rolls down
4: success.
3: you manage to hit the broadside of the barn on the other side of the street just a little bit out of range of the rifle and the man looking at the bullet hole on his car looks back up at you. If you oppose the evil that festers in the city, you'll get in. Is is that it? Please. Our patron desires to have a conversation with you, please. We must banish the evil that has entered our world and save Berlin from this terrible (laughs) NIS.
2: Like is, is he talking specifically to me, or does he mean the group?
3: I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna assume that horse is um pretty close. Yeah, to I was you, about honey. to
2: say I, I want to go get horse.
1: Wait, um, wait, yeah, horse doesn't leave their site.
2: The deck, you ready to try
1: to leave us earlier? What the.
2: Who made your property? Horst is
1: kind of reluctant
5: given that he just saw some horrible shit go down. <laughs> yeah,
1: he did. She's possessed by a demon, Damn it!
5: This, this hey, guy Taurus. gave me watermelon.
1: You Forget eat to death.
2: That never happened, Horst. You're, you're hallucinating. Now, now get in the car.
0: <laughs> you, okay. you look over at Brightwood's there. He's still eating a piece of watermelon. He just kind of like raises his eyebrows at you slightly. I get in the car. <laughs> It's okay, I get in the car.
5: It's
1: fine. Alright, fine, fine. We'll follow behind you. We'll follow behind them.
2: He was evil horse. You gotta understand. I had to do it.
1: It was evil horse. She had demons. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Yes.
3: Justifying
2: Rich.
1: She got a horse, so
2: she has to be the good guy.
1: I, I'm he in the carnage.
0: He was rich. He,
2: he was had, rich. had to die. He was part of the
3: 1%! Justifying your actions, making sure that horse does He knows that he had to die, that's what he deserved. You guys yeah. putter on over to... to Irma Kor's place. And uh, as you guys follow your friends in your own sedan, we're gonna take a five minute break.
1: Sweet, I'll be right back. I gotta get some meat. Yeah, same
6: you
2: guys don't have snacks on hand it's tragic i
6: remember when i used to be innocent ain't shit changed i'm a young black belligerent child of an immigrant lifestyle frivolous around here we keep bad company couldn't people pay dividends what's the point of being rich when your family ain't it's like flying first class on a crashing plane dinners with the same niggas just higher bills and all the models himalayan they got higher hills we're all alone in this together, right? You know the seats in the Aston Red level light. Yeah. I had dreams of doing architecture, or sitting for a Harvard lecture. How the fuck I end up being Harvey Specter? Young black art collector, I could take the pressure. Scales now suits that come made to measure. I drew the thin line between love and hate. Double date. What are you drinking? Let me cut the games. Backstabbing man, I'd rather that you cut my face If I ain't charming the women, it's all the fucking snakes You idolize me, the girl, there's no way I wife it. She only fucks you rich niggas, that's the way I like it I can't fabricate the truth, it's just the way I write it You got points to your creative license Arse reps, that's a criminal graduating in civil law Nothing ain't civil, but the civil war Grip of four, Gryffindor, it's 11 lying on your chest I got 99 marks and wasn't trying on my test I'm blessed why because the pastor is gamberoni, the watch is a classic roly, the pussy is sacred it's holy like matrimony i'm paying the alimony the numble the acrimony the flight is the Marini, the car is a lamborghini the cheese the cheddar the mozzarella the feta the only aim look at my ego in a day and a life To see what happens when you got the fucking game and a vice we're all alone got a message from a kid on Sunday morning said he don't know what to do and that he's thinking of killing himself Me and him got more in common than he thinks but I tell him to see a shrink so I can go on and live with myself I knew that my life was a film from when I had to share a bed with my mum and I was pissing myself I just want my flowers while I'm here so I can put them at the front of the grave that I've been digging myself I grew up in a two bed flat with seven people living with me you don't know what I did for myself my mum's the one that gave me opportunities and put me in positions that I couldn't have pictured myself We're from Nigeria, Benin City, Sin City, don't know what it's like to go trip for yourself Poverty's killing us, the government's killing us, if they ain't killing us then we're killing ourselves I would die for the niggas I love, my life's full of plot holes and I'm filling them up I told mummy I ain't nothing like my father, I'm to show her there's a different definition to love I tell my fans we're all alone in this together You can trust me, all this shit that you've been feeling, you're feeling with me We all took the wrong turns on different streets We all cried the same tears on different cheeks I got a message from a kid on Monday morning Said he's grateful I responded and he's feeling at peace with himself Me and him got more in common than he thinks But I tell him it's nothing big so I can go on and live with myself I knew that God would cast me as the leader in something special When he messaged me and told me that I saved his life In 23 years I've done so much wrong But in that moment I just felt like I had made it right
3: that's why you always got to keep snacks handy Mm, snacks as you guys make your way through the fog strewn streets you find yourselves pulling up towards a luxurious part of town making your way up the fancy facade stoops you wait on a luxuriously pointed carpet very lush soft on your feet as you stand waiting for admittance into this upscale abode Finding yourselves in the tree-lined stretch of the Victoria Straf. Filled with upscaled row houses, the car chauffeur remains in the vehicle. But, you're led inside by the other man. A lushly carpeted flight of stairs to a second floor landing, and he gives you a discreet knock. From within, you hear a youthful, familiar voice call. And
0: Right, Wood enters.
5: Yeah, I guess we go in.
3: You guys make your way inside, and inside is a sumptuously decorated living room, laid out with fine French antiques, mostly Louis the 14th and 15th era. Standing in the window, overlooking the street, gazing down through diaphanous curtains is a petite girl dressed in flowing robes and negligee. She can't be more than 17 years old. Her golden blonde hair is cut shoulder length and her makeup is expertly applied. She resembles nothing so much as a teenage Marilyn Dietrich. She simultaneously looks eerily familiar.
0: Bishop, introductions
3: Bishop, stunned by her sheer radiant beauty Is aghast as the escort bows his way out She turns to the rest of you Please have a seat She says, her childlike voice in stark contrast And harshly rubbing against her sophisticated bedroom attire as you seat yourselves on the cushions and chairs near the marble fireplace she crosses the room picks up an old box flips it open takes out pre-rolled cigarettes fitting the cigarette fitting it into a cigarette holder and then she waits Brightwood reaches into his
0: pockets and finds that all he has left in there is, uh, watermelon slices.
3: Not on watermelon slices, it's just the crust.
2: I'm gonna take another, yeah, I'm gonna take a cigarette.
3: You take a cigarette? Yeah.
0: Brightwood goes to light both cigarettes, but again, realizes that all he has is, uh, watermelon. And he kind of frowns. And he looks sad.
2: I'll light mine and hers.
3: She nods, takes a deep inhale of her cigarette.
2: All right, back.
1: I got some Caprice guns for my my fellow patriots.
3: Undaba, and as the, smil- as the smoke slowly fills the room, she begins to speak. It's a pleasure to finally meet you all in the flesh. She exhales. I know all of you already, but I should introduce myself. My client called me Marlene, but my real name is Erma. Erma Kor.
1: Wait, is this the voice that's been on the phone this whole time? It is. Uh, I finally found you. You never sent me those pictures
3: she ignores this you don't even see her facial expressions twinge and as you all look around the room Alice you would be particularly familiar with this fact but the rest of you even with a passing uh, familiarity with Berlin's sex industry you would know that Irma is a prostitute A particular type known as a telephone girl always young between 14 and 18 years old made to look like a famous movie star their engagements are arranged exclusively over the telephone
1: man this road's dark
2: how old is she
3: she looks like she's a teenager no more than 17 years old
1: i take back my comments
2: out of respect, I'm going to take off my drag.
3: Ah, oh, well, I see that we are in the same profession. Indeed. I must apologize.
2: And the rest of the makeup, it's, like, caked on there. Like, underneath is, like, freckles and stuff.
1: Wow.
0: And he-
2: take off the wig.
0: Alice, where's your hair?
2: Uh, Actually, it's not Alice. It's, uh, Andrew. Andrew!
0: Where's
2: your hair? <coughs> yeah, he has shorter uh, ginger hair. Was Alice a ginger this whole time? Uh,
0: yeah, they uh,
1: ginger. Oops. Oh, no. Whoops. Wonderful. Uh, did Gingers you, you have souls in this world?
3: Wonderful, Andrew. I'm glad you feel comfortable and you can relax here. I must apologize. I've been watching you all from afar. She explains. She's asked them. She raises an eyebrow and says, uh, Tell me, what do you know about the mannequin mensch?
2: Heard of the mannequins? They were part of the flesh ritual?
3: Well, unfortunately, we are a part of the flesh ritual here as well. Used as a cog to gather the bottled lightning for Baron. Belshazzar, the doll maker, he made these creatures. They begin as human sized porcelain dolls, but he used sorcery to infuse them with life. They take on Oh, he's on dead, by the way. Belshazzar? You killed him?
1: Yeah, yeah, the, the doll maker?
3: Yeah. Uh, serves him right for what he's wrought upon the city. No worry, but know. he is
1: surfing.
3: Makes my heart satisfaction to know that he met an untimely demise, but you should know his creations. These mannequin mench, sh- still wander the city doing his bidding. They are taking on the appearance of people, flesh and blood, I mean. These mannequins, as you say, have to be given life or a semblance of it, Were sent out into the city to collect the ritual ingredients. With these with these mannequins they were able to gather the Gestob Herr Blitz, the stolen lightning that the Baron's cult needed for their great working. Who is the Baron? Never mind that for now. The cult needed the great quantities of these ingredients to make their elixirs. You have seen some of it already, perhaps I sent it to you at L-Ezzy. And as she says that, you all flash back to the Resi that was sent through the pneumatic tubes inside the doll as it broke. That pussy red liquid—that is the stolen lightning. This Gesto Herblitz.
1: Oh, oh, you mean? Oh, I have it in my bag. It's
3: fine. Hey, don't touch it. The mannequins—they work in the streets or in the brothels. Do you follow? These ingredients are best collected by prostitutes. This was the crucial element to their magical rites and to its workings.
4: So this brings,
1: bring alive a, this can bring, bring, uh, uh, golems back to life or something? Or the dolls alive. Is
2: this like, hum, homunculi? Humunculi?
3: Similar, yes. The, uh, homunculi, as you say, we, the mints, these mannequins that were brought to life were used as conduits to channel and collect the stolen lightning. And it was this elixir that was used to summon Abisu to a harem.
1: Wait, are we talking about the Abisu, Abisu, the, bu- the bug, the demon?
3: Abisu, as you call her, is a Greek god. The Borbarites worshipped her. And from her shadow realm, she was able to work great magics. But now she is here in Berlin, and her great pestilence spreads over the city. You wonder how I know all this, don't you?
1: No. Oh, well, wait, yes, of course.
3: I A believe... Bit. I believe you, Bishop, would be the individual with the highest power, am I correct?
1: Yeah, it should be
2: I mean, how much power you got
1: Uh, and let me check My power Is 60 Infinite
2: power Carry on
3: She uncrosses her legs Stands and walks directly Towards you, Bishop
1: Yes Can I help you, Miss?
3: She turns around, on her knees, reaches back, lifting up her hair, baring her neck. Visible just beneath the hairline is the familiar marks of Belshazzar the Dollmaker.
1: Wait, are you...
3: Yes. I am one of those who works for the past two years to collect the Gestor Hablitz. I am a telephone uh... girl, and I work for the Baron Granau, leader of the Boberite cult. Can now I... Th-
1: can I open my book? And then I'm gonna touch it, touch the book, and then look at the look at it for a second, like is this connected like is this connects uh, magically to all the dolls and stuff like that?
3: This is a signature. You recognize this mark as you took a note as the very same mark that was above Belshazzar's doll maker shop
1: what does he have his hands into? He only had it into the sexual industry. Or all of the industries, I should say.
3: He was there at the ritual summoning of Abisu, and he was the one who sent us dolls out into the city to collect the stolen lightning. Now that I know what my my work has wrought, I turn to you, outsiders, to help set it right.
1: Can I use power to take said power out of her?
3: I believe you could just smash me like you would any doll if you wish to remove my life.
1: Uh, No, I don't want to remove it. I want to take command of it.
2: Alice is going to put away the brass knuckles.
3: (laughs) You pocket your brass knuckles. You seem
1: like you want to save this world not destroy it. So why should I punish you for something you want to do? I know you were forced upon this world. You were made to do this, but you fought against this. So why don't you join us and do what's right, what you have done wrong?"
3: She stands and resumes her place, walking back over to the marble fireplace. Flinging her half-smoked cigarette into the fire, she turns back to you, striking a pose almost. I will do what I can to aid your investigation. What is it that you would like to know?
1: I want to know where they all, all the dolls are.
2: I want to know she's single. Uh, what?
3: I'm flattered, you. thank you.
1: Calm down. Wait, repeat she's I,
3: flattered I am quite taken aback thank you I am very flattered I'm, perhaps once this is set to rest and these affairs are set straight we might be able to pursue some relationship
1: uh no anyways
3: I feel an intrinsic connection to Bisou as it was our material that we gathered together ...that brought her into our world. However, I cannot say where the other... ...the mannequins, the rest of the ones that are dispersed the City. My bond to them is too weak and I am unable to locate them. And they will probably not be aware of their own origin as I am.
1: How How did you find about your origin?
3: I just happen to be more intelligent than the rest of them.
1: Hmm. Do you uh, are <clears throat> sorry? Uh, you said that their job is to collect this material, correct?
3: That was their initial task. Yes. However, now that she has already entered our world, there doesn't seem to be any purpose for us left.
1: Were you the head of all the thing? All this, like, were you head head woman of all this to make sure you, you got all the. Mo- you needed, or were you a grunt woman who just did the job?
3: I was simply another pawn in their game, bringing her into our world.
1: Okay. Um, I was... Like, in this... Are you the leader of the Callgirls right now? That's my question. Okay. I am simply Uh,
3: another of Baron Granal's instruments of collection.
1: Right. Alright, um... I'm I'm gonna gonna ask, I, go, uh, you, go
2: ahead and ask her if you want I want to ask her if she knows what happened to Anita And if she was there
3: I know Zeta's flesh In particular the long tissue of one individual One living being on the road to death Was needed as catalyst in the summoning ritual It does not surprise me that Hoffman was used to not only inebriate, but set Anita Belber on her way to death. That at the precipice, in her dying death throes, was harvested for the rituals.
2: Where is it now? Because in the the morgue, she still had her skin and lungs. Like, where's her real body?
3: Her real body is where you saw it in the morgue. However, her essence, her soul, a piece of her own being is in a now. I can feel the pool even at this moment, trying to unite us once again.
1: Excellent. When she realizes... Okay, interesting. Do you know what is there anything else that has her soul in it?
3: The last vestiges of Anita Berber's soul are in Abizu, trapped, prevented from passing on the normal path. If you wish to free your friend from eternal torment within the Dark Goddess, you'll have to summon her back to her own dimension.
2: I oh, guess go through the seven heavens, yada yada yada, near, near a place, you know, get her no to come. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Um,
2: that, like, there's no simpler way. Can we not uh, just ask nicely to leave?
1: Yeah, can we? Can I check the the, the my book because it is a necronomicon. Ne,
3: ne, Leaping through the necronomicon, give me an occult roll to see if you can find the relevant passages for Ibizu. Uh, a cult roll, do you say? Yo, cult!
1: Success. 24.
3: Flip, 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 flip. <laughs> Flipping to the correct page, the Necronomicon hums in your hand, the flesh-binding, wiggling underhand. You see... Andrew, you kinda of have to glance over Bishop's shoulder <laughs> don't, to
4: don't
3: find the relevant passageways. You I, find I kinda
1: read I read it to her like a child so she can understand.
4: He.
3: This is the goddess of the moon. She of lust. You find that from her dimensions of shadow, everything that embodies the incarnation of urges, excess, it is her, Abizu, that presides over all of it. And as you think to yourself, yes, this is all coming into place, the puzzles, it's starting to take shape and the pieces are fitting. This is what's the cause of the revelry spilling out into the streets, the mad baccalaurean festivities.
1: So
3: maybe we need a festival. Well, actually, doing a festival orgy might be I'd right be down for a party.
1: Yes. We have the members for this. We do. And we have the magic master dancer right there, and I point to the one, magic
0: dancer. One could almost say we've been training for this our entire
3: lives. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we have to give you advantage when the time comes. Now you also see that. Since she has crossed over into our realm, there is no spell, there is no working that will shunt her back out of our world into hers. You'll have to get her to travel into the Shadow Realm and once there, to dispatch her in her own home turf. Seems tricky, and the more information that you'll need, while the Necronomicon has a, a pretty lengthy entry, you'll need to know more. And the only place that you can think of in any kind of physical information, actual architecture will be at the Pergamon Museum. Okay, and as these so
2: revelations, we- oh,
3: no. As these revelations settle on you, Irma turns to you, hand on your shoulder, the last place I think that you'll be able to look and find where her persons have been. Where her physical body has actually gone through the city, laying waste. You need to go to the Hunting Gustav.
1: Is it? This is a museum, right?
3: The Pergamon Museum is a separate location. The Hun Gustav seems to be like a familiar speakeasy. You're not sure why she'd send you there. And you can only guess that it must be her pull her sixth sense giving away Abizu's location
1: uh, well I'm gonna ask my maids to you know what I'm gonna call the cultists and, and not the maids actually the the elders of the of the group of uh, our religion and I'm gonna call them on and then I need something and I'm going to tell them to cl- look for a mask. I need a, the, the, the mask. You know which one already. I'm I I'm, I'm assume. And then I'm Guess gonna hang, master? Get, get get me one of their masks. I have Of a course, villain. master. I'm gonna need it.
3: You get right. one of those masks that is like a half face mask. Like um
1: But you know what mask you, I'm talking about, it. Craig? A DM
3: I'm having trouble picturing the movie with Tom Cruise, but it's an eyes wide shut situation.
1: No, no, not that mask, but the 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 coat mask, the one that's with my God in it.
3: Go ahead and describe it.
1: Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like that, but it's gonna have like gold in it, and it's gonna be cracked like a Japanese uh, pottery, has like like the gold filament into the cracks.
3: So JoJo's Bizarre Adventure mask, but but gold.
2: Yes. The is abandoning his humanity.
1: When did I not do that already? <laughs>
2: humanity. Aren't you a vampire yet, then?
1: Then I'm gonna have have them find the mass of, that has my god in it, and then I'm gonna look at my patriots. And it's like, shall we go to a speakeasy? Uh,
3: naturally. Making your way over the speakeasy. I have to flip to the thingy. Hold on. Hang on. There it is. As you guys pile back out in the street from the luxuriously appointed apartment of the telephone girl, Irma Kor you find yourselves back in the windy fog streets of Berlin.
2: Get my flashlight.
3: Flashing it over the roofs, you see shimmering wisps. Christ.
2: <laughs> Stay back, you wispy bastards.
3: Why are they we
5: sh- out here again? Let's get inside.
2: We gotta go to the, the place, and to go to the place, we have to go outside.
5: Can't we get a driver? Can't we call for a driver? These guys look like they have money. We do we
2: have do money. We do have a
1: driver. We have a driver. It's right there. At you the
0: didn't. Wow, well, no, horse can come. Andrew, you have to eat the watermelon. It's the only <laughs> way. It's
1: the only way. That's a requirement. Bring out the watermelon. Andrew to...
0: or Alex, should we switch back and forth? Uh, what would you prefer? Oh,
2: what do you
1: I don't know, I like Alice.
0: It's a nicer name. Oh, I think I like them both, and uh, uh, Brightwood Winks.
3: As you all find As yourself...
0: awkwardly as I said that, yes.
2: <laughs> Andrew's gonna, like, surprisingly blush a bit, kind of turn away.
3: Red-cheeked, you all spill back onto the street, led by Pesh back to the car and as you guys turn your flashlights around keeping back the fog spawn that circle around you the cars light up
2: off. back, back so
3: you wispy sick. bastards
2: oh yeah be so popular with the lady that to beat him off with a stick
3: <laughs> you notice Pesh the chauffeur starts to weep quietly as you all start to retreat back into the fog of the night
0: bye Hesh Miss you too.
3: This, this here, is the last we we'll I ever see of That saintly girl, Baron now has eyes all up and down the street and is bound to find out about your visit. It then won't he take got- him long. Wait, you killed him? Yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah, be you're Dead. saved Dharma. Now, surely, that his hand won't be able to take her away from us. Wait, what?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. But oh, she's working for us, no idea.
3: So, she would have died if you guys hadn't killed Brunel, Bar-Baron- Gruner, Whatever her name Wait, is.
2: What guy was that? Was this a different guy from the one I punched to death? Same
3: guy. No. Same guy,
4: yeah.
2: Oh, huh? See, yeah I did. Know. <laughs> That's why you got the, the uh, one Sandy Plus. I told you he was evil. Horse, his death was justified. I'm not crazy. He he would have done bad things.
0: He had a lot of money. Yeah, people with lots of
1: money (laughs) need to die. Yeah,
2: let's go kill more people with money. I I wasn't crazy. He he was he was making little girls do do weird stuff on telephones.
1: Yeah, he's a bad
2: guy. Yeah. Yeah practically the big bad that's human, I guess. He was the human big bad. He deserved to die.
4: Yep. Mm.
1: Just like all the other people I have killed, they deserve to die.
2: No, those people were innocent.
3: No, they weren't. Some of those people were definitely innocent, but not to worry about that now. You guys peel through the city, slowly through the fog, and arrive in front of the Hun Gustav. The doors of the club hang open. The doorman is nowhere to be found, and as you guys exit out into the street, panning around the lights to make sure that you have enough space to make yourself inside, something rumbles down the street. You look up and down the street, and through the fog, you can tell that there are people all over this block, lying in the gutter, some smooching... Hugging on each other, grabbing. Wait, stop! Stop
1: the car. We need a, to get a kiss too. No. Miss, Miss, come here. My, uh, my bishop, my, my uh, prophet needs a kiss from you. No. She
2: Brightwood,
3: dives uh, right just... on over and starts tearing at the uh, Doctor Brightwood's clothes, yeah, giving him a kiss. Eyes
0: and puckers his lips, and as the window opens, uh, as is uh, more than normal at this point. Yes. Yeah.
2: How do you See. not have STDs? He,
0: oh, oh ST we cure him.
1: We cure him of all diseases.
0: The Lord his... of Light cures all.
1: And we wow, well, we kind of he uh,
0: crosses his legs and you catch this odor that is just
4: fearsome. <laughs> 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 oh no! We, we, he, he
1: has a super STD.
2: <laughs> what do you have? Uh, yes. <laughs> how are you alive yeah,
1: I I do my job miss I know what I'm doing <laughs> you don't you don't <laughs> sacrifice people to a god if you don't get benefits from it
2: oh my fucking god he's gonna die
1: well of course aren't we all
2: he's gonna die faster than most
1: no 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 he'll be fine as long as I'm alive he'll be alive
2: Go to it. get that checked out. I don't. I don't think it's supposed to smell like that.
1: Actually, I do agree on this, <laughs> but it's okay. We we got this. I
2: don't know. I I don't know. I I work in the the industry, and uh, that's not good. That that's that's absolutely. Oh God. Duh. The
0: Lord, the Lord of Light, protects her children. Fear not
4: oh, okay.
2: your God isn't real? Whoa! Whoa! And
1: you see the blade start shaking as you say that. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 she's joking, my lord.
2: I'm not joking. I'm serious. It's not real. He's a figment <sighs> created so that you guys can sacrifice all willy-nilly and have weird orgies all the time.
1: Well, that's not a bad thing. Right would, huh? uh,
0: distracted in a slice of watermelon, looks up. Um, well, well, where were we going again?
1: Uh, we're <laughs> going... We're going... Where are we going? We're we going to the... We're we going to speakeasy, right? Continue to speakeasy, girl! Good job.
3: As you guys spill out onto the street, making your way towards the entrance of the Hun Gustav, you look out and you see that it seems like Abusa's influence has already been here. Several of the party goers, the revelers, spill out towards you, particularly you, Dr. Brightwood. And through the kisses and smooches, you muscle your way through this pile of flesh. And right before you cross the threshold of this door and make your way down into the cellar, You hear the rumble of a tank approaching. I know it's- The pitiable sight that lines the street as you pick your way through the human detritus. Men, some with missing limbs, crouch or lie in huddled masses. They creep and huddle around these barrel fires, <laughs> struggling to stay warm, so while others languish, passed out next to party-goers, each having injected themselves into fugue states. The rumbling of a demon drowns out, and... Drowns out this scene of suffering as two huge armored vehicles lumber into the street, stopping they spill out uniformed volunteers of the Fry Corps from their mechanized bellies.
1: <clears throat> um, I, feel, I have a feeling we're going to have a big uh, cult war. Can I call my cult too? Can we have an all out cult battle?
3: This all happens in a moment, and it's washing over you as you struggle to take in what exactly is happening here. You step back into the doorway as methodically, from under their skull and bones painted trucks, pull a series of tents and set about erecting the canvas over the revelers or homeless too inebriated or weak to resist. Once pitched over their hopeless, hapless victims, The militia men run hoses from the tailpipes of the the armored vehicles to each of the tents in turn silently suffocating the occupants from one to the next.
1: Whoa, whoa, you can't just sacrifice my people to a different god. The hell? I'm walking into this shit. No one does this in my turf.
3: You're surrounded by at least 30 heavily armed. They have machine guns, men, in helmets, uh, and armored vehicles as you think better of it. As piece, all you have no, are piece. French maids with you. You uh, retreat. I... Down okay. into the Did homeless stuff. They...
4: Yeah. Fuck that. I'm killing one of
1: the, one of the guys that they're going to kill. I'm going to kill one of the homeless guys to my god before they, they can kill, get that one at least.
3: Yeah, you stand. Uh... him. Send him a Narrow throw Tap.
2: Do the armored men look seducing?
3: They look angry. These hardened what? men from the yeah. trenches of World War One look mad, betrayed by the home front. They are executing their revenge.
1: No, they sound. They look like nice people.
2: So no, no, seducing.
1: Uh, you, well, you can have angry sex, but I feel like that's going to end really badly.
3: Each of you, thinking better of it, make your way down the steps of the Hungustav, and as you leave, two men emerge from the tank. The lead one carries a hose, while the second follows with a circular backpack, with a Uh-oh. flash and a gout that shines off of the passage walls as you descend. Fire erupts and passes over the tent one by one, leaving nothing but smoking ash piles carried into the night. By the howling wind
1: See we don't do We don't sacrifice people like that We at least give them Face to face Orgy You know Maybe a blowjob And then we stab them in the heart And then they go To our god That is just fucked up That is just fucked up That's why I saved That homeless guy's soul Before it's too late
2: Uh huh
3: Heading down into the Old coal cellar You find the spaces in total disarray. Chairs, tables are overturned, while several men and women lie passed out, possibly dead in the corner. The bar is empty and unattended. All the drinks, bottled, looted, or smashed. The air is uncomfortably stuffy and hangs thick with smoke. Wait, is there any
1: rotten flesh in the air, too?
3: No, just a bunch of stale smoke. And an unwholesome mist. A few rather dissipated men and women sit around holding their heads in their hands or quietly puffing cigarettes. You're met with universally hostile looks from the patrons.
1: Uh, I uh, whisp, whisp, whistle and let my dog come out and then I'm going to let point him to guard uh, my uh, uh, prophet and then I'm going to walk... And look at the bodies on the ground to see if they're actually dead or alive.
3: They're alive, but they seem really fucked up.
1: Oh, well, that's a shame. And I, I look at them and like, okay, Bishop, uh, not Bishop. Uh, sorry. Uh, I look at my dog, and I, he looks at me, and then like, this is your food for later. You make sure you take all of it. And then Over? I, and then I go to the. I go back to my the prophet, and then I place in some ear earbuds in his uh, ear, and I pl- place mm. a, earbud in my ear, and as yes. I, like, and then we continue.
3: Who's typing loudly?
2: <laughs> Horse.
3: Horse. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. We know your deep dark secrets.
2: Turn it back on. I like the. Yeah, it was that kind of MSR-type of singing.
3: Yeah, hold your mic up to that mechanical keyboard. That is awesome. It is not a mechanical keyboard. This
5: is the thing. The, the mic is hypersensitive. It's, it's fucked up. Anyway, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, you're getting me hard, man. Yeah,
3: that's the spot. As you guys move throughout the bar. A Cameroonian called Emil. Emil raises an eyebrow as you guys get close. Oh yeah, boss, closed mites, so best keep moving.
1: Oh wait, this is not the place. Maybe I don't have to put, give you uh, ear, ear, earplugs. Uh, well, whatever.
3: Wait, a West African accent. Oh boy. Um, oh, oh dear.
1: Hey, no, it's fine. It's fine. It works. It, it gives this this place a, a character. It gives this place a character.
5: That's a hard accent.
1: No.
3: Mm.
4: Can do it, it's I mean... Do it working? Uh, ugh. Ugh.
3: Come on, man.
4: Uh. No, seriously. Uh. Nothing
3: go. to see here. Move on, now.
1: And I... Is, do you not know who I am?
3: I don't need to know who you are. I just am um, letting you know that this bar is closed
1: and I placed my hand on his shoulder I was like are you sure you he's looking around
3: nervously you can see
1: who am I am
3: you can I'm see sure Kier. that
1: you should know who I am and not <laughs> cross me
3: go ahead and make an intimidation check
1: I think I'm not that give me a second it's Uh, Oh, my God. Imitate. Intimidate. Oh, my God. I should have put something in there.
3: You want to spend 13 luck to push it out over?
1: Yeah, sure. Why not?
3: A bead of sweat drips down his forehead as he looks back at you. Look, uh, she's not here. She's at the gross. Grosses she's middle house over near the passage uh, stay away if you can
1: so you do know who i am then correct
3: of course everyone knows who you are and
1: then, uh, then don't ever talk to me like that again or you won't ever be seen again
3: i understand please uh, forgive me and uh, if you want to find her she's like i said she, she could be found at the gross uh, spiel
1: very well those people by the way you ne- you don't know who they are right and you're never going to talk about them again correct
3: no i will never talk a- about them again I, I've never I, whistle seen them a, whistle,
1: I whistle and then i let my dog eat them
3: <laughs> <laughs> and immediately you guys just feel the floor getting sticky as the shadow demon tears up all the inebriated people on the floor you hear some mad laughter as one of the women whose face was previously buried in her hands begins to giggle at the sight of gruesome, horrific viciousness.
1: And then I, clean, I pull my tuck, pull my tuck, and I, I, that's why I put the earbuds in my, uh, in the prophet's ears. <sighs> Excellent. Well then, let's go to the thing and I I, I cover the prophet's head like he's in the proseropsy, like there's cameras and pictures, gonna be taking pictures. And walk him up the stairs. It's so dark.
3: You guys exit and can tell that you're just ahead of a brawl as you are being encircled. You're able to back out of there. Just as three that you see a ring and thugs descend on your location you are back up out of the bar the hung gustav and back onto the street and see that the armored vehicles have already pulled away down the street and continue to light body and body after fire hmm.
1: just look at this mess They think I did a better job I I do better jobs than this I'm disappointed with this guy they just they're not they're gonna either i'm gonna i'm gonna have a word with these this god that does this uh that's disappointing shall we all get in the car please
3: and as you pile into the car you realize that the uh, location that was designated this gross schossenspielhaus ...is not but a block away on the other side of the street. You can see it from where you are and spilling out of its main doorway. This huge theater just vomits wave after wave of people onto the street. Some half naked, others spewing and vomiting up onto the street. Having partied a little too hard, there seems to be a never-ending flow spilling out from this place... You walk over and, muscling your way through the crowd to the locust of Abizu's empire, Gruffs and Spielhaus, here beneath the soaring stalactite dome of the theater Obizu's reign supreme. Her most debased worshippers, these maniacs, swarm around her, engaged in a constant orgy of debased revelry and that's what you all try and make your way through as you arrive. All are welcome in Abizu's temple. They need only show willingness to give in to the vices that surround them as soon as they pass through the theater's doors. As you try and wade through this wave, this tide of people, drinks are offered to you, bumps of cocaine, lines on lavish, oh, polished uh, beers.
4: Yes, please.
1: <laughs> yes, some more of that, yes.
4: No.
1: Uh, yeah. Sir, we have all this already.
4: But Not, now that, I have more. Of
1: each. That, was, that was actually really. That sounds really good. All uh, right, <coughs> I, I won't stop him after you did that. Like,
3: Some of you pushing it away, others of you taking part, stuffing your pockets full, lit hash pipes thrust into your hands as you make your way. One Men,
1: your, okay, yeah. Women. Okay,
3: Women. Overcome with lustful joy, throwing their arms around you, as the newcomers, they laugh, they kiss you, unbuttoning your shirts, your oh, whoa, blouses whoa. whoa, whoa.
2: Back, you winches! I'm a man of God, and no amount of revelry. Will...
1: Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't lie now.
2: Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! You're trying to catch more STDs than Jesus. you yeah, I know where the people have been?
1: Do you know where he been? You slept
2: with him. Oh. Uh,
1: and I point at uh, the prophet.
2: I have
0: not slept with that man. No, we slept with other people,
3: very close to each other. Oh, okay. Doesn't count. We didn't make eye contact. Exactly.
0: (laughs) If you you keep your socks on.
3: (laughs) The hot, humid air reeks of sweat and sex. The atmosphere is a billowing swamp of condensed perspiration, cigarette smoke, and opium smoke. Abizu's own strange, intoxicating, deadly fog wafts and permeates through you. War veterans are reminded of the clouds of mustard gas of no man's land, the clinging like vaporous oil to the skins and clothing.
2: I don't like this place. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: All right, um, I'm gonna make, is there a phone around here?
3: Everything has been torn apart. All the wires are ripped out of the wall as you continue to press forward into the main oh, auditorium man. of the theater
1: this is why I, I should call ahead of time uh, well I still got my dancer you can I make sure she's like on a leash so that she can't go anywhere other than stay near us
3: pressing through and some of you tugging your dancers on leashes into the main theater you witness a breathtaking vista The theater itself, with its expressionistic, cave-like decor, now enfolds a roiling, squirming, rutting orgy. Like a nightmare vision from a Bosch painting, quite a few of the Minats wear masquerade garb, even in states of half-undress or undress, lending a scene of an even more surreal edge. Period masks, towering powdered wigs, turbans, oversized and grotesque papier-mâché masks, domino masks, and feathered headdresses decorate many of the reverers. The stage... Oh,
1: I got, I, I got my mask, right? My special mask.
3: You got your special mask?
1: Excellent. I'm gonna place it on. And then, I was like, I'm gonna look at it, and like, oh, I didn't want to wear this ever. Now place it on... And then that's, and then we'll- you can t- continue, sir.
3: The stage, which projects out into the center of the round theatrical space, is Abizu’s throne room. There she sits, one leg hooked over the arm of the golden embossed throne provided for her, from the basement laughing and caressing the heads of those who swarm around her, naked and sweaty, crawling around like animals. She is clothed only in a scarlet wrap that enfolds her voluptuous hips.
1: Great, can I go to her? Why,
5: why are you going to her? No, stay away from that.
2: being
1: There's a reason. It's, it's, it's Bishop character, he has to go to them and give them uh, uh, olive branch. Olive branch,
4: there go.
3: As you all look upon this scene, and this revelry, this mad sex orgy. I need you all to make a power roll, please. Oh. Yes, so, sir. Uh, may I have some more? Ah. Who <laughs> oh, no. knew?
2: God damn it. Oh,
0: uh, hold
1: on, sorry. I got success. Oh,
0: Come on! I did somehow, You're... the
1: window closed. You're, oh, oh, yes. <laughs>
3: As you well, look upon Abizu, well, her glorious form entrances you all. A I trickle well. of milk oozes from her nipples, forming glistening blood-flecked rivulets that run from her bare breast to her belly and thigh.
4: Oh, Honey,
3: I
1: guess I need a heart success or something.
2: Nothing can be on fixed
3: it was a hard success yes bishop honey golden hair cascades down over her shoulders upon her head is a ten-pointed crown a prop from the theater's costume department in one hand she holds another prop a gold goblet, from which she occasionally sips wiping the opalescent fluid from her lips each time she does so from time to time, she refills the goblet with her breast milk. The whole scene is so striking and revolting. I need each of you to make a sanity roll. Oh God.
1: Oh, God. Um, Bishop is already crazy, and he has the special mask on him f- for a reason because he had a feeling like this would happen. I mean, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? That's sanity. Sanity. sanity.
3: sanity. Wow. <laughs> success. Sanity Andrew? success. Please roll a d4. Dr. Brightwood, please roll a d4 unless oh no, that's a that's a sanity roll. No, look there. 3 damage of sanity 4 damage of sanity to each of you.
1: Am I compelled to lick her tit or am I what what is this this uh compelling force?
3: each of you? Hypnotically, like a zombie, towards brains are pulled forward towards a bizu. You need to taste it. You're so nah. thirsty, you must have it inside you the breast milk.
4: Uh, no, you uh, but the
1: moment well,
3: I, sh- uh, I- just a sip. <laughs> close, I didn't need the <laughs> Oh my god, uh, the Stop moment I get co- goddamn...
1: <laughs> No! 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 no, 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 no. It's like a cat licky, licky, licky. Oh, but okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take damage from this, okay? And I'm gonna let my dog bite me so I can wake me
4: up from this.
3: I'll give you advantage. The dog bites into your flesh, trying to rend you back to your senses. I will need a psychoanalysis role as you try and look at yourself. This isn't you. You don't want to drink milk from a tit. Can I not? Can you give me a different one? Because that's an automatic fail for me then. Should such an intervention fail, once Obisu issues a command to the afflicted investigator, only being the subject of a successful psychoanalysis role brings them back to their rational mind.
1: Uh, can I just get like intelligence at least?
2: We can psychoanalysis to get out of this?
3: Yes.
1: I didn't That's put anything in psychoanalysis.
2: I'm a oh, one. May, may I try?
3: Go ahead.
2: I don't want nope. uh, to like, Oh my. Oh, it's luck. I'm using my luck.
3: <sighs> Absolutely. You. Push yourself. You're right on the edge, but as you see your friends pulled like a magnet towards Abizu, towards her finger curling in, drawing them closer, you you think there's no, oh, no, this isn't right. I must, this isn't me. And you come back to yourself, snapping back.
2: I don't like women. Wait, you don't? No. Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, childhood trauma. Oh, oh
3: if see. you don't like women, then she wouldn't actually have any influence over you.
2: But what the, what the hell, Ricky?
3: Hey, sorry, I, I just realized that. I, I wasn't sure.
1: Wait, I don't get sexual aroused all the time. Oh, well, I guess if I do... Yes, that, sir. That,
3: that be... You stop right there, you lying sack of shit. I want,
2: my... <laughs> I want my sanity back. I want my luck back. I didn't have to...
3: I'm very sorry. Go ahead and take not only the three luck back, go (coughs) ahead and take the three sanity back.
4: Uh, Uh,
1: I... Apologies. I soon need to talk to her, so I will... I'm going to hold on to my... I have the mask on me. I'm holding on to the dagger. Even... And my dog is gripping to... Gripping my leg. As I walk towards her.
3: Trying to hold you back You are pulled forward inexorably Dragging him through the piles of people Abizu was incarnated from the flesh of Anita Berber And so some of Berber's consciousness lives on Within the goddess This is most obvious when Abizu smiles For she has some Innocence the same gap-toothed grin as Berber. This is immediately apparent as you arrive on the stage within feet of the goddess, her golden hair falling around her steely gray skin. Abizu up close. Would I be
1: able to talk to her?
3: Almost. But as she's up close and now supping from her goblet, for she is always smiling when she brings another supplicant under her sway. Those who knew Berber in life see that there is something of the Dresden Madonna within the whore of Babylon. And as each of you arrive within her proximity, she offers you the goblet for you to drink deeply of her breast milk.
5: Which of us are, uh, in, in what order will we be drinking?
1: I was, since I walked forward, I'm probably more ahead of you guys. Well, it
4: okay. sounds like a...
1: Oh, but a dog get back the shit out of me, so I might be living that way. I, I would
5: like to start throwing fistfuls of cat food and dead mice from my pockets into the goblet.
1: As offerings? Holy As a fuck. way to
5: discourage people from... Also, I have fistfuls of wood ash. So I've got dead mice, dry cat food, and ash that I'm just throwing... Wholesale towards landing in the gauntlet, in the goblet,
3: oh, immediately.
2: Straight from the titty, my dear.
3: You grab the breast and start drinking deeply. You uh-huh. horst, throw the dead mice into the goblet, and it immediately froths. And leaping back out, now alive, pregnant. You see these mice like. squeal and then turn as their abdomens Holy burst. Shit vomiting forth little tiny abominations that wiggle out worms centipedes scurry off in all directions
1: oh that's so cute
2: yeah i don't i don't think you're supposed to drink that milk
1: uh, I, I mean if it brings you back to life and stuff i think that that's I, not bringing back to life i don't think
5: can i all right i'm gonna throw my fistful of doll hair doll hair horse hair I believe it was horse ass hair into the into the goblet to see what happens. Does a horse come out?
1: What?
3: As you <laughs> I, try, I hope so. as you try and place more things within the goblet, Doctor Brightwood, and then eventually you, Bishop, arrive on the scene and start to lick and drink deeply <laughs> the milk of Shubneroth.
1: Yeah, but I'm licking from the tit, not from the the, the goblet
6: freaking sounds that
0: right Bright, bright, bright with like it from everywhere.
3: You feel pressure. You immediately feel something inside of your abdomen and looking down, turning. You're immediately impregnated with a clutch of Abizu's abominations, and you can feel it writhing and kicking inside of your stomach.
1: That's good. So now okay. that I finally feel things, I look at her. Oh, you bitch. I was about to give you an olive branch. You sick bitch. I...
3: Tell me, where is my husband?
1: Oh, um... Do you really want to know?
3: I do, my dear husband. I knew you acted out of sympathy of my condition, but alas, here we find ourselves. Where is he?
1: Where is he? Oh, I'm gonna enjoy this, and I I re, I, come, I'm, I walk forward with my pregnant belly. <laughs> do you do you love your husband? May I ask?
3: Ever so much. I'd love to see him again. He was so special to me.
1: Yes. Do you know what God I uh, I worship? I'm sure you know him.
3: I feel him lurking in the recesses of your mind,
1: yes. I sent him, your precious husband, personally to him.
3: I see. Yeah. You and with that...
2: that... Yeah, before you, do what you, want. you just know that I did try...
1: And then I tell the dog to grab uh, the, the prophet and drag him away
3: stop and immediately you obey her commands telling your dog to stop you are completely under her sway Andrew uh, tell us one more time you cut out a little bear. what are you doing there
2: oh I'm telling her I did in fact
0: I- Bishop we're going to have a baby
1: <laughs> apparently <laughs> sir it's going to come out of appeals
3: and if that's the case and you sent my husband there I suppose we'll just have to go and get him back. I know not Ye- of the ways of the lower world, but I wish to journey hence. I must pass... Fine,
1: th- I can actually you. take you there now.
3: Oh, I, I know. Her. You'll be going along with the rest of us. I must pass through the seven gates, and uh, we will find him. And as you see, she rises up above all the rest of you, on the stage addressing the massive writhing orgy and announces to the whole assembly. Come, my faithful. We journey to the City of Shadows.
1: Can I use a power to stab myself with this knife?
4: Uh.
3: As you angle the blade into your own chest. She grabs your arm, looking lovingly into your eyes, and you feel nothing more than the desire to follow her into the city of shadows.
2: So, it's be inherently evil. Like, I, I'm starting to warm up to her a bit. I kind of.
3: My dear, we'll be together forever soon. Not we...
2: not- uh, I, I hated her it was a lot her parts in you
1: damn it
3: cutting out a little bit there for us milk
2: god damn
1: it uh, she got some uh, milk
3: what we caught is that you were warming up to anita and trying to reach out to a berber yeah and you see a flicker of recognition you're an old bestie Grabs you, pulling you close, arm in arm. You march through this twisting mass of flesh, and what follows is truly a remarkable spectacle. As the naked goddess emerges for the first time onto Friedrichstraub and walks down openly in the middle of the street, bringing traffic to a standstill, her faithful follows pouring out after her, cheering and hollering and carrying on. Many on the street immediately fall under her spell. Follow, following in line with the crowd while others flee screaming.
1: Well, I'm glad I didn't have my cult come and help because now they would probably be been. to Well, actually, they might have been able to help me. I don't know.
3: A Beezer's we'll procession know. moves down the Friedrichstrauß and across the grand 200 foot wrought iron expanse of the Weindrager Barn Bridge. ...bedecked with imperial eagles and ornate lamps banning the spree. At Unter der Linden, the procession turns right. By now, thousands of Berliners follow in Abizu's wake... ...and the wind howls in great gouts. A foul mist blow down the avenue. The whole tableau is like a something out of a nightmare. Abuzu stands before the Brandenburg's gate beckoning her followers to pass through the seven passageway up through the museum steps. The entire procession floods into the recreation of the Babylon's gates, offering her goblet to each of those who need to sup.
1: I have a question. Oh, I just realized something. Here. Um, Bishop doesn't have a soul anymore. It's It's been taken by the god. Is she One controlling second, Bishop. me through my As
3: you all continue through this passage, you pause to look. You note that the revelers seem to disappear before they reach the far side of the gate. And as each one of these thousands of people pass through this recreation of the ancient Babylonian gates, disappearing into the unknown, I need you to make another sanity roll.
1: Yay! I love sanity rolls! Oh, thank God you think 90 would be enough. <laughs> you think 90 would be enough. Damn, man, you got some... Gr- Do you know That's why he's the. He's part of the religion. That's why he's part of the religion. It's all the watermelon, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna spend... How much luck like, would that need? Can't minute? spend
3: luck on a sanity roll. That is a D3 for you, Bishop.
1: Curses. Curses.
3: D3, you say? 3 2 D 3
2: Slash R1-D3. Is it responsive? Or...
3: She is, and she holding your hand invites you to sup. Did you drink?
2: Yeah. I repeat.
1: Yeah, but you need a drink to go into the
4: portal.
2: I'm not drinking that.
3: Then it seems that you will stop here and be left behind oh, wounded I, I really got a drink. Please, dog. Milk.
2: Make that sound one more goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
3: please don't, no! <laughs> <laughs> My darling, Fine, man, please, we need you to come with us. Drink. And she hands you the goblet.
2: I'll, I'll take a, a, a cost of sip.
3: Joy floods her features, and as you walk through the gate, you pass into the Shadow City.
2: Can I throw it up when I get into the Shadow City?
3: Absolutely, but you still feel some abominations start to writhe inside your stomach. (laughs) Is there anyone who did not drink?
1: Uh, everybody drank. Wait,
5: wait, I don't think I drank. Oh my god!
1: (gasps) You didn't drink! Well, yes. no, you had to, you had to. You're you re enchanted already.
0: No, keep your cat food and rats with a goblet. Yeah, horse is good. Brightwood
3: was pretty thirsty. Horse, horse this is good. your last opportunity as the last trails of this procession disappear after drinking from Abyssus' goblet. You'll have to make a choice. You run back and forth through the passageway and find yourself still on this dimension, unable to pass. If you want to follow your compatriots into the Shadow City, you'll have to partake
1: can I, can I do something for my friend can i do it as a friend action
3: one what? second we're we're um we're uh, figuring out if horst is going to drink from the goblet to pass no, on to the no. other side Not drinking anything. Yeah,
1: i know that's why i want to do a friend action you, oh, have. I want, I, I want, I, you might even like it DM, if you if you let
4: me talk
3: You gotta figure out if Horst is gonna drink and pass through onto the other dimension. Horst is so tasty, though. Horst. (laughs) No, no. Join us, Horst.
1: Horst. I was gonna give him. I was gonna have him drink the. Not drink. I was gonna have my dog go with him, and if he goes through the portal, maybe he can direct him to us. Because the dog is stuck to me. Wait. What? Get it,
2: Horst? Just take a little.
5: Uh, No. Do it, it's fine, just do it. No, horse, of horse, you injected the dream tablets like a crazy person. Horse, I mean, like, what about a little kiss? Horse, no, oh, how about it. just a
1: little
0: kiss? Horse, no, a kiss oh, yeah, a Horst,
5: come kiss, come kiss. No,
1: me. Gonna, horse, gonna, okay, kiss me. okay, listen, we're gonna kiss, we're gonna kiss him. We're gonna kiss him. Yeah, okay. Horse
5: takes gonna... the doll that is in his waistband, the ceramic doll that he picked up in his waistband, and starts swinging it around, <laughs> trying to defend himself, keeping you away. Back. Stay away, demons.
2: Uh, right yes. when attempts to kiss him. Yeah, what's roll to attempt to kiss horse? Yep.
5: What is oh, that? What? Dexterity roll. What do we got? Power, strength to I'm gonna go with strength. I'm gonna go with power because I'm gonna
1: use my power
2: on him. I use my dexterity.
5: Dexterity. I wanna do a strength roll. Strength to fight.
2: Come here, and get the horse. A right, kiss I. roll. <laughs> Holy shit, you actually have a
1: kiss roll. Uh, he's rolling. <laughs> it's a yeah, the smartest skill. Ever... Uh, It's always a like, success. Yeah, he succeeded in kissing. <laughs> imagine. Dodging back and
3: forth, Horst, you're able to scrabble away, and as the last trail ends of this procession disappears, Abizu herself winks at you and then walks through the gate, disappearing.
1: Dude,
2: Dre needs your help with this! You're gonna be separated from the. No
1: way. Yeah, you will, actually. That's why I was trying to figure a way for you, you have... not to do it, but you have to do it, drink it, to get into this portal.
2: Horse, you have to get in. Like, if you don't get in with us, you're gonna be stuck out here by yourself. Horse,
1: you don't have to come
0: with us, just give me a kiss. I. The horse is to, no, to go. We're, no,
1: we're you friends. A horse, we're... please. Of course, literally, you're not going to be part of the game if you don't. That's that.
3: He leaves you all on the other side. Left behind, you all find yourselves emerging through the cedar gates, brings you back to the shadow city of your old nightmares. Although you should be standing on the far side of the Brandenburg Gate, you look back over your shoulders, and you see that it now resembles the Ishtar Gate from the Pergamon. Albeit how it must have looked when it was brand new in the days of ancient Babylon. Ahead of them, you stretches Charlottenburg, Chaus. The main east-west road through the Tiergarten. On the north side of the street, however, massive futuristic facades rise, just as in your old nightmares. From the building's rooflines, blood-red banners hang limply in the eerily still air. Niches set periodically at ground level depict idealized nude sculptures, their faces featureless. The thousands of revelers accompanying Abisu look around in wonder, hardly knowing what to think. Striding through them, she leads them. Come, can I, children. the moment I
1: get into the portal, can I fucking jode it, get in front of all the people, and run to the pyramid
3: or whatever? You run up, but fall in line as if your body is not your own, following the cries of the goddess. She leads you all through the canyon-like passage between the two outsized buildings, and as you march, following your new goddess. Whoa, that's,
1: that's a bit—that's a bit much, right there. She, she—I didn't. She doesn't have my soul. That
4: that's
3: forced. it for this week.
4: Damn it, bitch! Up, give her across the far line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get it. That's it. <laughs> I'm shutting
3: this stream down. <laughs> Thank you all for playing so much. Good night.
2: No more D and D. No more Calicutula. Uh, no more horse. What have you
1: done? Horseman.
5: No, he couldn't go with you guys. He had to stay and take care of the
3: cats. He knew what was. We oh.
1: So we're gonna give him a new character, or is he gonna?
2: Is he gone forever?
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's only one character that's guaranteed to live.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that's smart one. <away. laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I can't deny it. But, but of course, <laughs> we were supposed to die together.
2: No way.
4: Well,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. nobody's dying. Well, I'm not dying.
1: You died last time. When? No. Exactly. You're actually dead right now. What? <gasps>
2: I don't remember dying.
1: You walked through the portal to how?
2: And?
4: Uh,
2: I am very much alive.
1: Yeah, well... I will try to pray to my god late next season. Next, uh, yeah, next episode.
2: No, oh, next season.
1: Yeah, next season. Next season on
2: Cocktail.
1: He fucked a cactus.
2: Oh, yeah. Our next session is going to be <laughs> next year.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Ooh,
3: actually... Got me with that.
1: <laughs> uh, this is the perfect cliffhanger. You should put. See, end of season one and then next year put
3: season two <laughs> yeah hit me up in the whispers to figure out what you're mask and how your gut can help you out I don't know if Nero is going to be able to help you out in the shadow city uh, don't talk
2: about what you're doing in the shadow city um I,
1: yeah we'll, we'll, we'll talk after this game oh right, wow, where is after the game never mind let's do it. so I was So I was thinking Since the mask is part of his soul Like this is one of his avatars I figure this is for him to take Take over my body